Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Sota Davav. We left off on the top of Davav Amalalev, Vika Da Amri, Amarav Yosef, on the top line. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. Ali Ilanishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha, Shalom. It is also sponsored by David and Debbie Adelson, Lilinishmas, David's grandfather, Shmuel Yecheskel Ben Moshe, Allah Shalom, whose yard site is today, and Hashem Shav We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So, what we're going to discuss today is the following. First, we're going to have the third version of what Rav Yosef says as, as to why it is that a sota does chalitza but does not do yibum. And then the Gemara is going to go into to Rava's explanation as to why a sota can't do yibum. Rava's going to have an interesting svara called that in Nes Rabba Mutala Ba'asala Lokal Shekane, that if she even became Asr to Mutala, meaning to her husband, then Asrullah, the brother-in-law, who would normally be an Isr for sure she's going to be Asura too. And the Gemara is going to have two challenges to Rava's uh, svara as to why it is that she cannot do yibum with the brother-in-law. That's going to bring us all the way to the Mishnah. The Mishnah on Amad Aleph is going to give us five quick cases where the woman remains Asura forever, where the Mesota is not going to resolve her issue, and she's going to remain Asura Labayla, if she's Neshkoin, she's going to remain Asura Te'itruma. Then the Gemara is going to introduce the Chiddush of Rav Sheshes, and that's what the entire the rest of the Daf is going to be about. Right at the beginning of the Gemara, in the middle of Amaral, the Gemara is going to introduce the Chiddush of Rav Sheshes, which is that if Adam exists anywhere on the planet that know about this woman's behavior, that know about what she did, that know about her Tumah, then the Mesota does not work. Even if those Adam are not known to us, these Adam are not here, if Adam exists anywhere on the planet that know about her Tumah, then the, then the Mayim will not be Bodek, the woman. So the Gemara is going to try to show how Rav Sheshes has a Raya from our Mishnah. We're going to reject that Raya from our Mishnah. The Gemara is going to have two challenges to Rav Sheshes from, uh, from different prices, and the Gemara is going to have uh, one answer to the first challenge, two answers, to the second challenge against uh, Rav Sheshas, then the Gemara is going to uh, to bring a brisa that actually supports Rav Sheshas. That's a raya to uh, to Rav Sheshas, except uh, it has a different pasuk than Rav Sheshas used to learn uh, to learn that did. So at the end, the Gemara is going to say, yeah, Rav Sheshis is correct, la halacha, but how he got there is incorrect. There's going to be a brisa that, uh, that has a different pasuk that derives that same din. So let's begin again. We are at the top line of Da'a Vav Amadalev. We're going through all of the different versions of what Rav Yosef said to explain why it is that a sota does chalitza, but cannot do yibum. V'yikadam riyam Rav Yosef, hakasav kra'o acher. The pasuk calls this, uh, the, the someone who marries such a woman who was mezan, an acher she'en ben zugo shalrishon because we say about this fellow anyone who's going to marry such a woman is not like the first husband shazeh hotzi rishon so the first husband found evil in his house and removed it from his home so anyone who chooses to remarry this woman is finding evil and bringing it into his home so that's what we say about anyone who's willing to marry such a woman and now you think you're going to make you're going to make it a mitzvah for the brother to do such a thing, for the brother to marry such a woman. It can't be that there's a mitzvah of Yibam because the, the, the Torah makes a big deal about the fact that anybody who marries her is an acher, he's an other, because he's someone who's, who's willing to bring Risha l'toch peso. It can't be that there's a mitzvah. So it says, yeah, but if that's the case, that anyone who marries her is called an acher because he's bringing Risha l'toch peso, then then what if she gets remarried after she divorces 
is the first husband who mays below Balim. And uh, when she gets remarried, that husband dies without any children. Then Lotus Yabim, even in that case, there should not be a mitzvah of Yibum. After all, that Kasvakrawakhir, meaning if the whole svara is that, uh, that we can't make it a mitzvah to marry this woman since she has proven to be evil, then there should never be a mitzvah of Yibum on this woman for any marriage that she ever has, not just from this marriage where she was suspected of being Mizana, but if she later gets married to somebody else and that guy dies without any children, there should not be a mitzvah even there either. Because why should that guy's brother be Machnis Rishol the Tov Beso? So answers the Gemara, no. No, but as far as the second husband is concerned, she had a Shem Tov, so we assume she did Tshuva, that as far as the first marriage was concerned, she obviously didn't do Tshuva. She, she, she cheated on her husband, or at least was suspected of cheating on her husband. But if she then gets remarried to somebody else and no one hears anything negative about the way she behaves while she's married to somebody else, and then that somebody else dies, yeah, so then the, that brother could do Yibum, and he's not considered to be an Acher uh, uh, in, in doing Yibum. He's not considered to be Machnus Risha L'Toch Beso. So we can have a mitzvah for such a person to do Yibum. Okay, those are all three versions of Rav Yosef's understanding. Now says, Rava, Amar Rava says, I'll tell you why Yisoto doesn't to Yibum because Kalvachomer, it's a simple Kalvachomer. If a woman becomes a Sota, she becomes a Surah to the man who is normally Mutter to her, meaning her husband. So, Ba'asala Lokalshke. The man who is normally a Surah to her, meaning her brother in law, it's one of the Arayos, you're not allowed to marry your brother in law. So, the we have this exception called Yibam, but the man who's normally ushered to her, the brother in law, for sure is going to be ushered to her by virtue of the fact that she's a Sota. Because after all, the Yibum is only coming on account of that first marriage. And since the fact that she did stira ruined that first marriage, made a rasser to that first husband, you can't carry over the heter that she has with the first husband to, uh, to, the, to his brother, because there is no heter anymore. So if she even became asura b'mutala, then for sure she becomes, she becomes asur to asura. So says the Gemara, really, is that a svara? Where else can we apply that svara? And let's see if it holds up. So the Gemara is going to have two challenges. Challenge Number one, if we really say such a kalvachomer, such a svara, that anytime she became usher to mutrla, she for sure becomes usher to usrla, then kohen gadol shekidish almana. If you have a kohen gadol that was mekadesh an almana, that which is usher, kohen gadol is not allowed to marry an almana, umes, and he dies without children, v'yeshlo ach kohen hediot, and he has a brother who is not a kohen gadol, but it is a kohen, he's a regular kohen, who's allowed to marry an almana, lotis yavim, then we should should say that there should be no yibum in such a case because after all if she was even asura to the person who she's normally mutaras to namely her husband because it was an alman al kohen gadol situation then ba'asula then the yavam the husband's brother who she would normally be asur to local she should for sure be asur to uh, to do yibum and yet that's not true she does yibum on a coin with a coin hediot if her uh, husband was a coin gadol so says Mar nesra wait no that 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 almana was never muteris to the Kohen Gadol who, and then became Asura, Ha'asira Vakaima. She was Asura the whole time. I mean, this Svara that Rav is saying that if she even became Asura to one who was Mutter to her, not true. That, that's, that doesn't apply to an almana Kohen Gadol. She wasn't Ne'esra. She was never Mutter. Ne'esra implies that there was a change. She was never Mutter. Ha'asira Vakaima. And what? Ne'esra B'mutterla? The, the Svara Rav said that if she became Asura 
closer to the one who was previously mutter to her, namely her husband. So mutala asalahu. It's namalakan gadol. He was never mutter to her. It was always asr. He was uh, he was always asr to her. So that's not a good uh, challenge to Rava because that's not an e- equivalent case. It's not a new iser that was generated by anything that happened in between. Uh, that, that marriage was always trafe. Okay, so I'll give you a marriage that wasn't always trafe. A marriage that started out kosher and then something happened and made that marriage not viable anymore. And let's see if we could apply this same svara that if she became asura to the husband who was previously muttered her, then she should for sure not be able to do Yibam. So, what happens if you have an Ashish Kohen who is Ne'ensa, meaning when there's an Ones, when there's a Rahman al someone is Ma'anes, an Ashish Kohen, she's not allowed to go back to her husband. So, the marriage is perfect, the marriage is fine, that perfect Shalom Bayez, everything was great, and they were totally halachically mutter, and then Nebuch, she was attacked one day, she was Ne'ensa. So, the halacha is, for whatever reason, the halacha is, the Torah says, that she becomes Asura to her Kohen husband. Husband. Umais, what if that Kohen husband then dies and he doesn't have any children? And he has a brother who's not a Kohen. He has a brother who's a Chalal. How does he have a brother who's not a Kohen if he's a Kohen? Well, his father married a normal woman and had him as a child. And then his father married another woman who was a Grusha and had the brother. So it's a brother who's a Chalal. He's not a, uh, he's not a Kohen, but it's a brother Mina'av. They share the same father, and therefore it is a Yibum situation. So Lotus Yabe, maybe we should say based on Ravas that we should not allow Yibam, because after all, if by virtue of the fact that she was raped, she becomes Asura even to her husband, who was normally Mutarister, so then to the Yavam, who she would normally be Asur to, she for sure should uh, should be Asur to, and the, the mitzvah of Yibam should not be Chal. But we know that that's not true, that the mitzvah of Yibam is in fact Chal. So says Mara, Ones be Yisrael, Mishra Shari, Vigabi Yisura. Now, by a case of Ones, it's different, because Ones for Yisura, for a non-Kohen, like a Chalal, is simply not an issue. It's not, uh, it's not a problem at all. And therefore, there's no, the, the, if she was, uh, had she been married to the Chalal brother when she was Nansa, nothing would have happened. It would not have asked her at all. So the fact that she was Nansa while she was married to the Kohen brother is not going to answer her to the, uh, to the Yavam. As opposed to a case that we're talking about where she became a Sota with, uh, with, 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 one, with the deceased brother. So had had she become a Sota with the surviving brother with the Yavam, would have asked her on him as well. So that's an Isra that he's Shaykh to. So that's where Rava says such a Svara, that in order to apply Rava's Svara, that in Nesra B'mutullah B'asulullah it has to be a case where something happened and it changed and an Isra was created. So that was the first, uh, the, the answer to the first challenge to Rava. And it has to be a case where the Isser is relevant to uh, what happened, would have been relevant to either brother had it happened under their watch, had it happened while, uh, during their marriage to this woman. Okay, so now we move on to the next Mishnah. So the previous Mishnah told us that Ignatius Cohen, whose husband was Makanilov and Isra, is not allowed to eat Truma until she drinks the Mayim Amar, meaning she's not only Asura Labayla, if she's married to a Kohen, Sabik uh, Sota, Sota is not allowed to eat Truma. So our is going to say the following people are never going to be allowed to eat Truma meaning in the previous mission we spoke about she's not allowed to eat Truma until she drinks the Mayamarim once she drinks the Mayamarim so she's vindicated now she's going to be allowed to eat Truma again now we're going to talk about a case five cases 
where the woman will never be allowed to eat truma. So the Dvar Shaul points out, not only never be allowed to eat truma, she's also never going to be muteris lebaila. The Mishnah just mentions truma as something that she's never going to be allowed to do because that was the last halacha we mentioned in the first Mishnah. But the point is, there's no resolution to her suffix. Normally we have a woman who had kinui and stira, but we don't know. Did she sleep with him? Did she not? So we have a resolution by drinking mesota. In these cases, we're going to give five cases where she just can't do it. She just can't drink mesota. She can't drink the mesota, she's going to remain asura to the uh, to the husband. She's going to remain asura to uh, to, to to have truma. Mishal Melech raises the question that since she had stira, she becomes asura to have truma, and all these cases are just going to be cases. Of, of, of that she just can't drink the mesota. So isn't it obvious that she's going to remain asura? Meaning if the only way out is by uh, drinking mesota, and I have a bunch of cases where she can't drink mesota, so she remains in her status quo, and she's going to remain asura. What's the chiddush in any of the cases that we're going to bring in the Mishnah? So he says that our Mishnah must be mechadesh, that even if she were to drink the mesota, that it doesn't work. That must be the chiddush of the Mishnah. Not only that we wouldn't do it, but let's say they made a mistake and they gave her the mesota. It wouldn't even be effective. It wouldn't make any. Uh, it, w- it wouldn't uh, allow her to be to be. It wouldn't be matir the isra at all. So what are these five cases? Number one, ha'omeres tamei anilcha. If she's moda that. She she was novellus to someone else, and that she is in fact asura to the husband. The Rishonim point out, Tosus and the Shittuvets and others, that the Mishnah must be talked about after Kinoi and Stira. And that's why she's menaced to say, because there's Raglayim Ladavar, that she's telling the truth. But the Mishnah at the very end of Masech's Nadarm says that if a woman just walks in to her husband one day and says, Oh, by the way, and there was no indication of any of that prior to that statement, she's not menaced. We assume she was looking for an easy way out of the marriage, and by saying it would be the easiest way for her to get out of the marriage, so she doesn't have Naamanus, but once there's been a Kinoi and a Stira, then she has Naamanus that's what all the Rishonim point out Mishnah Melech raises the question that a woman who has Stira after Kinoi she's not allowed to eat Truma even if she doesn't say Tmeani uh, and that's Mefurish uh, in the Mishnah and Beis, so he says that the Mishnah must be talking about that after the woman drank the Mesota, and, the, and nothing happened to her, she's Still, Nehemiah to say that she was nitmes because there's still raglayim ladaver because there was a kinoi and a stira. Whoa! So what happened? She had a kinoi. According to the Mishnah Melech, the case in our mission is she had a kinoi, she had a stira, she drank the mesota, nothing happened, seems to be vindicated, and then she says, "Don't know why that didn't work because I was to me, I was expecting to die today." So then she's Nehemiah that, uh, that that she's that she actually cheated on, on him. And I, why didn't the mayim work? Maybe zuchus talala. Maybe she. Had uh, some sort of zechus. We're going to learn later that if you have a zechus like Talmud Torah or something like that, that will be Tola, that will make it that the mesota won't work. So a lot of the Acharim disagree with the Mishnah Melech, and they say, no, no. If she, if she drank the mesota and nothing happened, she's not going to be Nehemiah anymore to say that she's Tamei. It's not Mistaber to be Tola with a Chashash Rachok that maybe she has some sort of extraordinary zechus that the Mayim didn't work. They also point out that even if you have to be Choshish that Lobat Kua Mayim, it's still uh, not. Raglayim ladaver, meaning the whole svara to to give her nemanus is that raglayim ladaver, a woman who's had a kino and has had a stira, it's raglayim ladaver that she was tamei. But once the water didn't work, you're not going to call 
raglayim ledaver that she's uh, that she's guilty. Uh, there is a way that she could, she could still be guilty, and the water won't work. That uh, that she had some sort of zchus, but that's not raglayim ledaver. So that's why most reject that uh, Mishnah Lamelech. So let's go simple pshat in the Mishnah. Simple pshat in the Mishnah is a woman after a kinoy yastira walks into Beis and says Tamea anilach. That's it. Nothing we could do. We can't give her the mesota or shabu edim she Tamea. Not that she admitted, but that Adam showed up and said that she uh, that she's Tamea. And the Gemara is going to explain that it's talking about uh, the Adam came after she was shows to the Mayim because otherwise it's obvious that uh, once there are Adam that are made that she's Tamea. Of course she's going to be Asura. So the Gemara is going to say the Chiddush is that Adam came that said that she's Tamea after the Mesota. That's what the Mishnah Melch wanted to extend that to the previous case as well, but that's really only true over here, uh, according to Mosach. Meris, Amy Shosa. Third case is, a woman says, I don't want to drink the Mamarim, I refuse. A fourth case, Shabayla Amy Rosa, the husband says, I don't want to put my wife through that. I do not want, it's too gruesome. I don't want her to drink the Mesota. And finally, if the husband slept with her, on their way to the base of Migdash to give her the Mesota, so then we're not Mashkir the Mesota. The Mayim is not going to be Bodek uh, if he uh, if he had been with her, uh, Baderek. We're going to see that later on in the Gemara and Daf that we learn from the Pasuk. Pasuk says, Vinika he Ishme Avon, only if the Ishtas, Menuka Me Avon, is the Mayim Bodkim as Ishto. And he's not allowed to be with his wife while she's a Suffolk Sota. So if he slept with her on the on the way there, then he's not Menuka, uh, he's not considered Menuka Me Avon. That which we say, Bala is because that would be the more normal case. But it's even if he's Bala B'makamachar, the Miri points out, as long as it was after Kino Estira, the Mayim is not going to be uh, Bodek as, uh, as, as Ishto. Okay, so now says the Gemara, here's the Chiddush of the day. Amr of Amram Hamilsa, Amr Lan Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes taught a Chiddush, V'anr Lan Aynan Mimasnisin. And it seems that our eyes were, were lit up from our Mishnah. That our, our Mishnah is going to be the greatest Raya to the following Chiddush. Sota Shiesh if there were Aden that saw that the Sota was Mazana after there was a Kinoi um, uh, that the husband made, uh, and even if those Aden are in Medina Sayam, the Mayim is not going to work. The Mayamarim will not work. If there was, a, if there are Edim that exist anywhere on this planet, my time, how do I know that uh, that it's that that's true? Where do you see in the pasuk that the Mayim is not going to be bodek just because there's Edim somewhere? The Amar because the pasuk says v'nistra v'hinitma'a v'eid ein ba that if if she uh, had yichud and she cheated on her husband and eid ein ba there is no edus to it, then you bring her to the kohen and you do the whole drinking of the mesota. So if sheishes is from the phrase the aid ain ba the lack of the yadaba that there's no aid anywhere that knows about it la fukeha di ikad di yadaba as opposed to a case where there are in siam where there's somebody that knows about it and as so, as long as there's somebody that knows about it the mayim is not going to be bodek the woman va anulan ainin mimasnisin so what's the raya from our mishnah the katani because it says in our mishnah bishabula edim shi tamea that if edim came and say that she's tamea then she does not eat truma then she's not allowed to be with her husband She's Asura forever if Adam came and said she's Tamea. Well, wait a second. When, meaning one of the five cases in our Mishnah where her uh, issue is never resolved is if Adam said that she's Tamea. But when did these Adam come to say that she's Tamea? If we're going to say that these Adam came before she drank the Mesota, so Zonahi, so uh, it's possible that she's not going to eat Truma. She's a Zona. You have Ados that she's a Zona. So obviously she's not going to drink the Mesota and she'll remain Asura forever. The, the 
Mishun be teach me any chiddush. El No, the case must be that the Edom came after she drank the Mesota. So what happened in this case? A woman had a kinoi, a stira. They went through the whole process. The husband gave her the Mesota. Nothing happened to her. She did not implode. She survived the Mesota. And then Adam came and said that she was Taka Mizana. So now she's Asura to go back to the husband. She's Asura to eat, uh, to eat Truma. Well, we're going to have to explain why didn't she blow up? right? Why didn't she implode? Why did the Mesota not work? Meaning if there were Adam that she was, she, she was Mizana, and it's true that she was Mizana, so what happened over here? So if Rav Sheshit is correct, that whenever there were Adam anywhere, then the Mayim just doesn't work. Oh, I understand why the Mayim didn't work. Aiden just showed up and now I understand that uh, the Mayim didn't work but she's guilty of sin. But if you say that the Mayim will be Bodeker as long as even though Aiden exists somewhere else well then shouldn't the fact that the Mayim didn't do anything to be a Raya that these Aiden are liars? So this is a Raya to Rav Sheshus that it must be that the Mayim doesn't work. I mean we have, we, we have this trouble. How do we reconcile these two facts? That number one the Mayim didn't do anything to her. The Mayim vindicated her. And number two, they're Aedim, that she's guilty. So either the Mayim is right, or the Aedim are right. So according to Rav Sheshes, the Aedim are right. The Mayim doesn't do anything when they're Aedim, so the Aedim are right. But if you say, not like Rav Sheshes, then you got to say the Mayim is right. God is right. And uh, and, and and these Aedim must be liars. So I'm like Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, no, there's another explanation of why the Mayim didn't do anything to her. The old name Allah, really, I can tell you that even if they're Aedim and Medina Siyam, the Mayim should be the Mayim should work. But you know why it didn't work over here? Maybe she had some sort of extraordinary zuchus that uh, was told for her. Uh, so, uh, so, so Rav Yosef says, what do I do with the stira between the Mayim and the Edim? He says, yeah, I also trust the Edim, but not because the Mayim is not going to work on account of the fact that there exists Edim, but because the Mayim is not going to work for some other reason. There are other technicalities of why the Mayim, the Mayim won't work. The mind doesn't work when she has some sort of extraordinary zuchus. So they're both essentially saying that when you have this conflict between the Mayim and the Edim, the Mayim is telling us that she was innocent, and the Edim is telling are telling us that she's guilty. Both Rav Sheshes and Rav Yosef are saying we believe the Edim because the Mayim was neutralized. The Mayim didn't. Uh, the Mayim uh, was 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 uh, was 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 ineffective. Why is the Mayim ineffective? So Rav Sheshes said because the Edim existed. Rav Yosef says the Mayim is ineffective because she must have had some sort of zchus. The Mayim of Kamina, whether you say like Rav Sheshes or Rav Yosef, either way, you trust the Edim and not the Mayim. So Svasebe says Nafkamina would be, what if Eid Echot came to, after she already drank the Mesota and says she's guilty. So according to Rav Sheshes, who said that the Mayim is not going to be Bodek when there's uh, any aid anywhere that knows that she's Nitma? So, who Adin, if there's Neid Echa that knows that she was Nitma, the Mayim is not going to be Bodek, and he's going to be believed to say that she's Tameyan, she's going to be Asurti Truma, uh, because we assume that, uh, that, that, that he's not. Con- contradicting a bedika samayim. The mayim simply doesn't work. But according to uh, Rav Yosef, that even if Edim know that she's nitma, the mayim will still be bodeg. So uh, even with uh, even though when there are shnei Edim, will be told that the shnei Edim have to be told the truth. It's the strongest It's the strongest level of raya that you have is shnei Edim. So we're going to have to come up with a way that why didn't the mayim work? We'll say zuchus tola. But neid is not so strong. I don't have to believe neid against the mayim. 
I'll believe the Mayim over an Eirecha. That might be the Nafkamina. So says Mark, what is the basis of the Machlokas between Rav Sheshes and Rav Yosef? Even though we just said what the Machlokas is. The Rav Sheshes learns from the Mishnah that if they're Eidim, the Mayim is not Bodek. And Rav Yosef disagrees and does not learn that from the Mishnah. The Gemara is really asking, it says Mark, it's asking on Rav Sheshes. How could you bring a Raya from the Mishnah? Rav Yosef just gave you an alternative explanation of the Halacha in our Mishnah. That our Mishnah said that if Eidim come later, we believe the Edim and we ignore the fact that the Mayim was not Bodik. So Rav Shesha says, Ooh, that's a riot that the Mayim can never be Bodik as long as Edim exists. But Rav Yosef gave an alternative explanation. No, it's, a, it's just a riot that the Mayim wasn't Bodik this time. Why? Probably because she had a Zuchus. So Bemaikam Mifti is really asking, How does Rav Shesha think that uh, he has, Itaka has a riot from our Mishnah? So says Bemisnavna de Rebbe. What they're really arguing about is what happens if the woman is guilty. Guilty, but for some technical reason, the Mayim can't be Bodek. Meaning, what happens if she was guilty, but she had Zuchus Tola? So, does nothing happen? And does it look in, in, in the base of Mikdash when she drinks the water as if she was totally innocent? Does it look the same as it would for an innocent woman? Or does something happen? So, Rebbe Yomer, it's not Rebbe Yomer, Zuchus Tola, having a Zuchus will prevent her from imploring the Mayim Amarim. But but the, all the brachos that a woman who's vindicated by the Mayim don't apply to her, will not happen to her. She's not going to become, her, she's not going to notice improvements in her physical health. She's not going to start having babies. She's going to slowly deteriorate. It's just that instead of it, the deterioration happening rapidly on the spot, the deterioration will start to happen. She'll start to have a stomach ache and she'll go home and she'll be sick in bed for a while. I mean, it's going to happen, it's just going to happen more slowly. She's going to die the same way. It's just going to be much more slow, so it'll be a little less embarrassing. Rav Sheshah holds that uh, both Rebbe and the Rabban would agree. I mean, it's not only Rebbe, Rebbe's one that said it, but the Rabban would also agree that that must be what happens, that she starts to weaken. So in the case where uh, where where Adam came and said that she was Tumeya, where we have to assume that our, our mission was talking about that she had already drank the Mesota, well, why didn't she start to deteriorate? If the only reason that the Mesota didn't destroy her was because uh, she had Zuchustola, she should have started deteriorating. Oh, so that's what Shesha says. It must be that the reason the Mesota didn't destroy her is not because of Zuchustola. Why didn't it destroy her? Because Adam existed. So Rav Shesha says, that's my Raya from the Mishnah. The only explanation as to why she didn't even start deteriorating if she was in fact guilty is because when Adam exists, the Mesota doesn't do anything. It doesn't work at all. It doesn't work more slowly. Zuchus Tola, it works more slowly. If Adam exists, it doesn't work at all. The Mesota does, has no impact. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef holds, that idea that she starts to deteriorate is a Chiddush of Rabbi. The other time, don't accept that Chiddush. So Rav Yosef will look at our Mishnah and he'll say, yeah, in our Mishnah, she drank the Mesota, nothing happened, Adam came and told us that she was guilty. I could assume that probably the reason nothing happened from the Mesota was that she had, she had some sort of zechus. Why didn't she start deteriorating, uh, at least slowly? Because most Tanoim hold that's not what happens. She doesn't deteriorate slowly. That's just the Sheet of Rebbe, who says we have to uh, we have to accept the Sheet of Rebbe. So now the Gemara challenges Rav Sheshis's din. So again, Rav Sheshis's din is that if there are Edim anywhere that she's Tamea, then uh, the Mesot is not going to work. So Masr, Rav Simi Barashi, Rav Simi Barashi asks from the Hemshech of the Mishnah. 
Rabbi Shimon Omer, Ein Zuchos Tola B'mayim Amarim. That Rabbi Shimon says, Zuchos does not work for Mayim Amarim. V'imat Hamur Zuchos Tola B'mayim Amarim. Because if a Zuchos would be Tola for Mayim Amarim, Madcha Atas HaMayim B'fnei Kola Nashma Shosos. You're going to weaken the strength of the, uh, of the ability of the Mayim to do anything for all women. Um, meaning no one's going to be afraid to drink the Mayim. No one's going to, you know, the, the threat of the Mayim is normally what causes the woman to admit to her wrongdoing, to admit to her sin. We don't want her to implode in the basement. We want her to admit so that she won't have to drink the uh, the Mayim. But if she knows that it's tola, then it's ne- she's never going to be motivated to uh, to admit that she was Tamim Mela. Uh, it's not going to prevent the Mechikas Hashem in the, uh, in the Mayim because she'll assume, you know, I've done mitzvahs in my life. I, I've done a lot of chesed. You know, I, I'm sure I have some sort of Zuchus that will be Tola for me. That's how Rashi understands that. That's why it's going to lose its teeth because she knows that she has mitzvahs, that she has Zuchus. Tosus understands that the Nashim that are guilty and are not punished from the Shtiyas Me'amarim because they, uh, they have a Zuchus are going to be Motsi Laz on the, on the Me'amarim. That that's the problem. That it's going to be, everyone's going to say, oh, the Me'amarim doesn't work. This woman is guilty of sin. Everybody knows it. And the Me'amarim didn't do anything for her. Why didn't it do anything for her? Because of Chostola. But not everybody, else, not everybody knows that. They're just going to see that the Me'amarim didn't work. So anyway, Vatamotzi Shemra ala Shashasu. And then you're going to be Motzi Shemra on the women who were actually vindicated by the Me'amarim. Because everyone's going to see it just doesn't work. And then guilty women are also, nothing's happening to them. The Hain and the women who are in the Azara at the time that the Sota drinks, Omrim, they're all going to say, Timaeus Hayu, that all the innocent women were really guilty. El they must have had a zchus. Vimisa, but if you're going to tell me that whenever there are Edom to a woman's tuma, the mind is not going to work anyway. So, uh, so what does Rabbi Shimon benefit by saying zchus can't be tola? Because if zchus is tola, it's going to ruin the whole uh, the whole me'amarim. The whole the whole the only works if it always works. And if there's ever a time it doesn't work, then everyone's going to be multi laws on it. It's going to ruin the whole proceedings. But according to you, Rav Sheshes, uh, it, it doesn't always work. You know, there are cases where there are Edim. So, Yeshla Edim, Abimedina Siyam Nami, Atamotzi Shemra Ala Torah Shashasu, Veinom Tameyus Hayol Sheshen Edim Abimedina Siyam. When women are actually vindicated by the Me'amarim, you can have the same problem. Uh, people are going to say, all the other women are going to say, oh, she's probably guilty. She's probably, in fact, so guilty that there are even Edim to her guilt, and that's why the Me'amarim didn't work. So it says, well, the Rabbi Shimon Kamrit, wait, you're trying to explain how Rabbi Shimon would read our Mishnah? Rabbi Shimon would say, I'm not talking within Rabbi Shimon. According to Rabbi Shimon, it has to be that it's ironclad, that the Mesota always works, because otherwise Rabbi Shimon doesn't trust the whole process. He thinks there are going to be multi-laws and all the Torahs. My whole Chiddush was not within Rabbi Shimon. My Chiddush was within those Tanaim that disagree with Rabbi Shimon, that think that just like a Zuchus, that think that a Zuchus can be Tola, and therefore there's nothing wrong with saying that the Me'amarim is not going to work when there are Edim uh, Medina Siyam. So Masav Rav, so now the Gemara has a second challenge on Rav Sheshes. The Nasaras uh, Shas points out it's got to be Masiv Rava because a Rav, uh, you know, would have been the wrong generation, way too early. So Masav Rava, 
The following sotos, their minchas haknaos that their husband brings, gets burnt under the uh, on the bottom of the mizbech by the base of deshen, and is not brought on the mizbech because it's not rotly to the mizbech, and you can't even be poded it and uh, be motzi luchulin. It just gets burnt. If a woman was moda to bezin that she was mizana, and therefore the water is not going to be bodeker anymore, or if Adam came and said that she was tamea, so says in those cases, the Kabbalah Milcha just gets burnt. So, when did these Adim come? If they came before they were Makadish, the Kabbalah Milcha, and the Klishares. So, why do you have to burn the, the Kabbalah Milcha? It doesn't have Kedush Saguf yet. Tape Kluchulin, just be potted with money and let it become Chulin. It must be that when the Mishnah says that we're going to burn the uh, the, the mincha, it's talking about that Adam came after it was writing the Skadish Beklishares, where you can't be motzi at Lechulin anymore, and uh, you can't bring it on the Mizbech because it's only there to be Maskiravon and to be Mavara that she uh, did an Avera. And this woman was Moda that she, uh, or Adam were, were, were testified that she that she had done the Avera. So she's Beduku Viomedas. You don't need to do any sort of. In- Further investigation. We know everything we need to know. So therefore, you have to burn it. It's already kadosh. It, it has no utility anymore because its whole utility was to be able to figure out whether she's innocent or guilty. So you have to burn it because uh, you can't be pulled it once it's already kadosh and uh, and it has no utility. So it can't be hukrav. So boat If you're going to say that when there are aidim uh, that exist, the mayim would work to be bodiker alma bas mikdash Then it makes sense that at the time that they were Makdish this Karban, they were doing the right thing, it should have been Hukdash, they did everything right, and it just happened to be that uh, they, fe- they, 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 uh, they were Mavara, the Suffolk, before they followed through and brought the whole Karban. The Chikadosh Meikarosh, Shaper Kadosh, so when they were Makdish the Karban, it became Kadosh, and we Shemachim, and Chas and the so now you have no choice but to burn it. Ali Amrit, but if you're going to say, Enamayim Botkin Mosa, that as long as there are Edom anywhere on the planet that are aware that she was Tamei, the water is not going to be Bodikar, so Tigilim wasn't this a when they put it in a klisharis they were unaware that they were Aiden had they been aware that they were Aiden they would have known that this whole thing is an exercise in futility and therefore it's 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 hectic betalus should be able to become chulin so Gemara has two answers to that uh, challenge number one maybe when they were maktishit they were maktishit correctly she was uh, there were no Aiden to the tumah because there was no tumah yet she only became Tamil. She only actually uh, was Mazana in the Azara. And therefore, when they were initially Maktish, this Karba Mincha, it, it, was, it was correct to be Maktish Karba Mincha. So it has its full Kedusha. It's not a Kedusha Mataos. Says Mara, what? How could she have been Mazana in the Azara? There were Pirchikuna that are guarding her the whole time that she's in the Azara. So says Mara, yeah. And those Pirchikuna are young men. So what do you mean? It could be that she was Mizana in the Azara with those Pirchei Kuna, whose job it was, was to make sure that she's not Mizana and she was Mizana with them. Or Avashi, maybe she wasn't Mizana with the Pirchei Kuna. The Pirchei Kuna were doing their job. They were watching her like hawks, but then she said, I need to use the bathroom. Were you going to come in with me to the bathroom also? So I said, no, we'll, we'll be decent human beings. You can have privacy for a moment. And then she went, and she went off and was Mizana when she was supposed to be using the bathroom. 
bathroom. It's also pirchi kuna bikipatalila. Why you think the pirchi kuna are like hanging on to her the whole time? They're, uh, they, they, they have to give her a little bit of uh, leeway. A, a second answer uh, to the kash of why is the mincha burnt? If after all the whole the whole kedusha of the mincha was a kedusha bitaus. So again, the first answer was no. The kedusha of the mincha was not bitaus because at the time that they were makdish the mincha, she had not yet been mizana. Second answer is Really, it's like we said originally that the Adam came that she was nitma at the time of the stira after the kinui. So we said, oh, so then if it was never kaddish bekli, uh, then, uh, then then let it go into into chulin. That the Adam didn't say am. The water is not going to be bodik, so the mincha was not roi lis kaddish bekli shares. So it's chulin the whole time. It was never hukdash uh, uh, because it was hukdash betalus. No mitrabanim gzeres shamiyom motzi bekli shares luchol. Meaning enochinami. The whole thing was hukdash betalus at the time that they were makdish this carbon mincha. Uh, she, th- there were Aden that existed somewhere, and the whole thing was we, we knew that it, we now know that it was never going to go anywhere. That there was never any the sota process wasn't going to yield any any results. But but and therefore as a hektish betos we should be able to be pulled in and turn the mincha into chulin. But it's exactly the rabban and people are going to say, wait, what just happened? You had a carbon mincha in the klisharis, and now it's chulin. Uh, people aren't going to realize that it was a hektish betos. So Masif Rav Mari, is that really a concern that but what people are going to say, if Karmilcha became Tame before was Hukdash Bukli, Harei Kikola Menachos Vitipada. It's like any other Milcha you have to be, that, that became Tame before it was Hukdash Bukli, and your Poda, Mishakitsha Bukli, if it became Tame after it had Kadusha Bukli, Harei Kikola Menachos, it's like any other Milcha that became Tame after Kadusha Bukli Sharis, Vitisari, if it has to be burnt. If the comets became Kaddish and Klisharis, fill his Krivo, and you couldn't bring it on the Mizbech, Ad Shemesu, Oad Shemesahi, until either he or she died, Harei Kol Menachos, like any other Mincha that has a Psul after its Kaddish Bekliv, it is sorry if it gets burnt. Karav HaKomets, below his Beglechel Shirayim, if the comets of that Mincha was ready to burn on the Mizbech, they just didn't eat the Shiarei Mincha, Ad Shemesu, Oad Shemesahi, until someone died, either he or her, Harei Hi, Kukal Menachos, Viteo. Then the Karmilcha gets eaten because the whole Karmilcha was only Allah Safik, Kippur Sveik of Alchala. So the mitzvah was done properly. So uh, as long as there was no psul in the Gufa Milcha, you could eat it. Bola, Edim Shi Tameya. If Edim came that she was Tameya before it was Hukrafa Komet, Minchas and Nisrefes, you burn the Karmilcha because it was ready Hukdash Bikli. You can't be Makdash it because we now don't have a Safik anymore because Edim came. She's not all made to drink the Mayamaram anymore. Nimtsue De Zomin, if those Edim turn out to be Edim Zomin, then the Mincha becomes Chulin. So don't you see over here that when it was, the Mincha was Huktash Betalus, it goes to Chulin without any Pidyon. We said if the Edim are found to be Zomin, oh, so the whole thing, uh, the whole Haktash of the Mincha was Betalus, so that's it, so it becomes Chulin. And I'm not worried, oh, people are going to say, but it was in a Kli, it was this, uh, we're not worried about what people are going to say, so why should we be worried here about what people are going to say? Says my Edim Zomin comment, Edim Zomin Kaliyaslu. No one's going to say anything when, uh, when it's a case of Edim Zomin, because everyone will know that there were Edom Zomin. Edom Zomin is a unique situation that happens. So since it has a call, the whole world's going to know that it was Edom Zomin. No one's going to wonder, how come it was Huktash Pekli and now it's Chulin? They'll say, yeah, because obviously the whole thing was Betos, because there's Edom Zomin. But when it's not a situation of Edom Zomin, it will be 
very confusing for people why something that was Suttash Bakli is now all of the sudden just uh, be, had become Chulin. Now the Gemara brings a riot to Rav Sheshis from a Brisa against Rav Sheshis's din, but that Rav Sheshis had the wrong Pasuk. Tanya Kavase to Rav Sheshis. We have a Brisa that supports Rav Sheshis that as long as there are Adam anywhere on planet Earth that are aware of this woman's Tuma, the Mayim does not work. But Velav Mitameh, not from the Pasuk Rav Sheshis called Rav Sheshis called the Pasuk of the Eid Ein Ba. This, this Brisa quotes the Pasuk of so tahora is an extra word. It could have just said that if she wasn't tame, so good, so she's going to be vindicated and she'll have all sorts of wonderful blessings. Why does it say tahora? Ah, Davka to tell me that she doesn't have the Eidim B'medina Siyam. Only then is the Mayim going to work. But if she has Eidim B'medina Siyam, the Mayim will not, will not, will not work. Utahora, the extra vav tells me and the mayim also won't necessarily work if she has a zchus to prevent the pranas from happening. He, when it says utahora, he means Muzaros Bilavana, that it's uh, that all the women aren't talking about her terrible reputation. So, uh, but the bottom line is that you see that Eid, if there are Medina Siyam that she was Nitma, the Mayim is not going to be Bodik. Rabbi Shimon, Yehid, Vavlo Darish, and Rabbi Shimon, I understand, he doesn't darshan the Vav of the word Utahora, where we darshan that Zuchus is Tole, and that's where Rabbi Shimon thinks Zuchus is not Tole, but because Rabbi Shimon was one that said if Zuchus is Tole, then it's going to ruin the whole thing, everyone's no one's going to be afraid to drink, etc. So, but Vaika, Yehid, what does Rabbi Shimon, doesn't Rabbi Shimon have to admit to the drush of Yeshle Edim Medina Siyam that know that she's Mizana, that, uh, that we, the Bryce is able to learn from the Pasuk? So shouldn't we be Choshesh again that, that there are going to be Motsi Laz on all the Torah women and say, oh, there must have been Edim Medina Siyam, she must really be guilty? No, no one's going to assume that because that's a very uncommon thing to happen. It's very common for women to have Zakhriyos. It's not super common for women to have Edim Medina Siyam. So no one is going to be told of the fact that she. Uh, they seem to have been vindicated from, from in Aden Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up with the Mishnah and Sayyidina Manal. Have a great day, everyone.